Hi, everyone. This is Joe Waters, and welcome to another episode of Cause Talk Radio. I'm here with my co-host, Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hello, Joe. How are you doing today? All right? I'm excellent. Thanks. We're actually recording this the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, and it's a big, exciting day because as Megan's on the line today, she's going to be cleaning her house. <laughs> so if you, right, Megan, if you hear a vacuum cleaner in the background or anything like that. Yeah, you'll know or, it's not me if you hear uh, a vacuum cleaner in the background. A, a, a couple turkeys <laughs> gobbling around the living room, you know. Of course, you being in the Northwest like you are, you don't eat turkeys. You know what I mean? You probably we, have a we hunt them and kill them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're really excited today because we have Jason Hanks, who is the COO for Movember. Hey, Jason, how's it going? Hi, Joe. How are you? Good, good. Very good. And you're calling us from, I hope, uh, sunny Venice, uh, uh, California today? Uh, it is. It's sunny today. It's uh, We've had a bit of rain the last couple of days, so it's uh, good to see the, uh, the sun peeking its head out again. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, one of the things that uh, Megan and I were talking about before the show is just how much Movember has grown the past few years. But, you know, it was funny, uh, Jason, in talking to Megan about this. I said, you know, to have an organization that you actually call Movember is like having an organization that you call Pinktober during October. And for the longest time, I really didn't even know there was an organization uh, called Movember. I thought it was just the name for the month of November when all of this happened. How long have you guys been around? And give us some background about the organization. Well, uh, the organization has been around for 10 years, um, and we started in Australia. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, and like many good stories, it, uh, it started with two guys walking into a bar. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> A couple of guys having a um, uh, some Sunday drinks and uh, and a conversation ten years ago in Melbourne, Australia, um, and they were talking about uh, of all topics, 70s fashion and how some things have gone out of fashion and uh, and 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 then they come back and uh, you know the cyclical nature of um, of these type of things, and then the conversation turned to those iconic mustaches of the 70s and uh, and how they seem to have disappeared from the landscape forever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. A couple of years later, no doubt, there was a uh, there was a, a, a bold assertion that they were going to uh, single-handedly bring back the mustache. Mm -hmm. um, and so, in that first year, um, thirty guys got together and uh, and for no particular reason, um, you know, grew mustaches and uh, and decided they were going to have a gentleman's wager about who could uh, grow the best mustache. Huh. And um, and what they realized through that month was that the um, the conversations and the interest that was piqued by um, them changing their appearance and uh, mm -hmm. and growing the mustache was much greater than they ever could have expected. So um, they realized after that first year that there was probably an opportunity here to uh, to do some good. Um, and so that's where Movember as a, as a fundraising concept began. Um, mm -hmm. In that second year, they uh, spread the net a little wider and had 450 guys growing mustaches, and uh, and they raised some money for the Prostate Cancer Foundation of Australia, and uh, and the rest is history. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. when when this started in Australia, when you look on your website and you look at the growth from 2003 to 2011, it's kind of, you know, it's this nice steady growth curve. And then 2010, it takes this big jump. 2011, it kind of doubles. I mean, it's really been impressive, the type of exponential growth you've experienced. So when did it come to the U.S. and, and is it active in other places? And to what are you attributing this, this amazing, phenomenal growth? Hey, good one, too, Megan, about the growth. You know, good tie-in with them. <laughs> 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 
Um, I think that some, there's sort of a couple of questions in there. And, uh, you know, the first one is that the, the campaign really went um, international um, in 2007. Um, so the campaign had been growing steadily in Australia, um, had expanded to New Zealand. Uh, but 2007 was the first year that there were campaigns um, in the US, in Canada and in the UK. Um, and so, you know, really with those campaigns all growing on a similar trajectory through that period, that's been one of the reasons why we've had such substantial growth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it is it is quite um, you know quite astonishing to see that growth. As I said, you know, the um, it was uh, you know nine years ago when that uh, when that first check for for fifty six thousand Australian dollars was was written, and then nine years later, you know, the campaign uh, did uh, we did one hundred and twenty six million last year. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and we expect to see significant growth this year. Um, the, the campaign is in 21 countries now. Um, so, you know, that's, um, that international growth has certainly been a big part um, of that increase in the in registration and fundraising. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the other thing to remember is that because the international expansion did kind of happen at once, um, you know, some of those campaigns are reaching maturity at the same time. So we're seeing territories like the UK and Canada and here in the US, um, you know, really starting to um, to become mature and, and the level of awareness around the campaign increasing. Um, one of the things that, uh, that is great about, um, about November is that there's, a, um, there's an inbuilt growth element to the campaign. So exponential growth um, is created because each year there's more men with mustaches in November, which yep. creates more conversation, which in turn creates more men with mustaches in November. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And go ahead, Megan. I was just going to ask because we talk a lot on the show about cause marketing and, and corporate partnerships with with causes. So, can you talk a little bit about how you've brought in some corporate elements to this? I mean, I've certainly seen you know Mr. Clean growing his mustache on Facebook and things like that. And I I think there's been a couple of partnerships with uh, is it Gillette or another? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, we have various partnerships um, uh, around the world in different territories, and uh, you know, there's um, there's you know partnerships with the obvious ones like you know um, razor companies and uh, men's grooming products, and mm-hmm. um, you know, and then we have you know partnerships in uh, you know in in the fashion space, and um, you know, we have uh, you know various uh, you know water partners, and um, it, it is I think that the, um, the Movember's relationship with the with the corporate world is is quite unique in that we do have some traditional sponsor type partnerships so um, we have and we keep those fairly limited so we have some relationships where you know you mentioned Gillette certainly uh, you know mm-hmm. Gillette um, is is one of our bigger partners in the UK for example and so um, they do a lot of activations around um, uh, around Movember which is you know shaved down to the start of the month and they'll do you know giveaways for raises and, and all of those things that kind of create some some stories and some awareness some, uh, around the campaign um, and so there are various partners that we engage in that way um, in, in each territory um, the interesting thing about Movember is um, we are really about um, a large group of people doing a little bit to, um, you know, for, for a unified cause. Mm-hmm. So in, in a lot of cases with organizations that you would see, the, the corporate sponsorship is a big part of, um, of their revenue. Um, that's mm-hmm. not the case for us. It's much more important for us to have engagement at the grassroots level. Um, so last year, for example, you know, you look at 855,000 participants uh, across the world, you know, raising um, between $150 and $180 each um, is what gives us our target. 
Um, so the relationship that we have um, with those with those corporate sponsors is great um, and is a good driver for awareness and uh, and registrations. Mm-hmm. Um, but where the I guess where the most significant partnerships are for us um, is those organisations who encourage and facilitate fundraising within their organisations. Mm-hmm. And we have some great examples from around the world where um, organisations have really embraced Movember um, as a fundraising mechanism uh, within their organisation. Um, and they're seeing residual benefits, um, you know, not only as an opportunity for them to engage their staff in something that can do some good and, um, you know, and raise funds for vital programs in the area of men's health, Mm-hmm. But it also creates, you know, a kind of, you know, a fun and irreverent campaign that, um, that you know, many organisations see as helping to build uh, the culture that they're trying to uh, to establish within their organisations. Mm-hmm. Now, let me uh, let me read you something, Jason. And uh, over at Razoo today, I actually wrote a post on uh, lung cancer because, uh, like prostate cancer, I think it's kind of an ignored disease, uh, but it's a very serious disease and it, and it takes a lot of lives. And I think there's a there's an interesting connection with Movember there because um, a lot of people perceive lung cancer like prostate cancer, obviously, as a, as a men's disease. And someone from uh, Wall Clipper Company was uh, recently quoted in Ad Age, and he said, when we looked at money being raised for charity, number one is women's health issues. Number two is children's health. Number three is dogs. And number four is men. So we're trying to get above the dogs. End of quote. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you know what I'm into. Uh, what I'd like to hear from you, Jason, is like, what do you think the challenges are for a nonprofit like yours, marketing to donors, to supporters, on a men's cause? Yeah, I think that the um, the the challenge for us um, really is um, is getting men to engage with their health in a meaningful way. Mm-hmm. I think that one of the things that has been, um, you know, fantastic in the growth of Movember is that, um, and I'll take a step back and, uh, and you know, talk about, um, you know, the, the way Movember came about. And I touched on the history of the campaign. Mm-hmm. But what's unique about Movember um, as a proposition is it really was the fundraising mechanism was created and then the cause came a, a little bit later. So the guys realised that growing the moustache and, uh, and and the and the awareness and the conversation that was caused by the moustache um, w- w- was something that could be used for good. And then you know there was a little bit of research done and then that was applied to um, the area of uh, you know initially prostate cancer and then uh, more broadly men's health. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that is, um, you know, the reason, the number one reason why, um, you know, men and, and also women, most of us, you know, engage in the campaign is because it's fun. It's, you know, it's, yeah. it's a bit of fun. Um, it's an opportunity to grow some facial hair and, you know, and, uh, and poke some fun at your friends and, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, and have a big party at the end. And that's, that's really the number one reason why people engage. Mm-hmm. Um, as people learn a little bit more about the cause, um, you know, that's when you tend to have an engagement at that secondary level where people start to, you know, get better educated about the, the, the risks that they face and, uh, and, and the need for, you know, um, programs in the area of, uh, of research and survivorship. Um, mm-hmm. the, the challenge, I think, for, for any organization in that space, um, is, is getting, 
getting those guys that are growing some growing a mustache and having some fun yeah. um, to better understand the uh, the health risks that they face and uh, mm-hmm. and and engage with their engage with their health and uh, you know understand what they should be doing um, to help to help reduce those risks. So you know that's interesting, Jason, too, because when we talk about women's charities, children's charities, and you know, and puppies and dogs and kitties and stuff like that, I mean, there's kind of a much different approach out there, and and those organizations are really engaging a different type of emotion, whereas you are engaging people on the level of of humor, almost a sort of a reverence, um, uh, you know, about uh, about Movember, and you know, in, in trying to get their attention that way. Because I mean, let's face it, the you know the mustache man is probably one of the lo- most loathed people on the face of the earth, right? I mean. <laughs> hey, Steady. <laughs> You're speaking to a mustached man at this very moment. I was going to say, Joe, you know, you realize after doing the show, you're going to have to grow a mustache next year. Let me tell you, I could grow a mustache if my life depended on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to give it a try. I think I'd look like, I always thought if I grew a mustache, Jason, I would look like Snoopy's brother. Have you ever seen Snoopy's brother spider? <laughs> yeah, really fine it's like, <laughs> and the person i think of that now of course is uh is david neff i guess from last week he was actually growing a mustache whenever i look at him i see Snoopy. Other. So. well and you know that yeah, t- to the point um, sorry sorry just 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 Go to ahead. kind of follow on from the from the question you were asking a moment yeah. ago and you know we, we we do give that a you know a, a fair bit of thought and i think that um you know there is um, you know, when when the guys were initially, um, you know, putting together, um, you know, the the first, um, you know, the first elements of uh, of Movember and and defining the campaign, um, you know, one of the things that they were inspired by was the fact that um, there had been um, so many great inroads made by by the women, um, you know, who were, um, you know, promoting, um, you know, breast cancer as a as a cause and. Um, how much that dial had been shifted around understanding the risks that women face and, uh, you know, the importance of, of screening and, um, and, and testing, um, and the need for research. And so, um, I think that, um, you know, that was certainly an inspiration for the guys in those initial stages. Um, but what they quickly realized is that, you know, there is, um, a subtle difference between, um, the way that men and women engage in this type of campaign yes. and the idea of, you know, seeing a, a, a sick child or a, you know, or, 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 or a dog, as you mentioned before, you know, which is in need of care. Yeah. Um, it is, it, it is quite a, a kind of maternal instinct that, um, that says, you know, I, I need to kind of nurture and, 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 and protect this child, this, you know, this dog, you know, this, this sick person. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that, um, that, you know, it's a, it's a slightly different approach that, uh, yeah. that, that men have. And I think that, you know, one of the things that we always try to do when we, when we, um, design the campaign and we, uh, and we, we, we look at the supporting content that's going to go around each year's campaign is about really supporting those messages of masculinity. So mm-hmm. what it means to be a man, you know, what it is, what are the influences in our life that make us men? What are the things that, that engage us? Um, and, and I think that that is a, um, a, an interesting touch point because I think that, um, you know, through, um, you know, guys love to, you know, love to make fun of each other. You know, they, they, they love to grow some yep. facial hair. They, yep. they, they love the unity. And, and we often talk about that fight club moment where, you know, you're, 
you're a week into the campaign, you've got a little bit of wispy bum fluff under your nose and you're feeling a bit self-conscious and a bit silly about the whole thing. And then you have that moment when you're in the, you're in a bank or a, or, or a, or a supermarket where you see some other guy who's got a wispy, you know, um, a wispy one week old mustache. And there's that kind of nod of recognition and that kind of fight club moment, you know, where you say, you know, the first rule of November is you don't talk about November. And, and I think that, you know, th- there is that moment and that, that solidarity. And I think all of those kind of touch points and all of those drivers um, you know are what really engage men and I think that you know although they quite often stumble upon it by accident um, you know once they do understand a bit more about the cause uh, they do become very passionate and you know and we it's it's amazing to, to, to see every year we have thousands of calls to our call center from men who talk about how through the mustache they've had their first conversation with their with their father with their uncle with their grandfather about right. health um, and we know that those conversations lead to better education and better help seeking behavior and that's the um, and and eventually that will save lives so you know, I, you know I think what what's interesting too Jason about this is like you know growing a mustache brings out a different type of feeling in a person and encourages them to in, in, to discuss different things and you know Megan it kind of reminds me a few uh, weeks ago when we had Jeff on talking mm-hmm. about the bald caps right. and Jason this is a campaign here in Boston where people on November 2nd wore bald caps and they had to wear them for the whole day and they raised money around it but what the real value of the campaign is is it gets people really thinking about like what is it like to have cancer and be bald you know, and uh, and, you know, and, you know, they've talked about kind of like that same thing you talked about, like, you know, going into a Starbucks and being like, you know, I got this bald cap on. What do people <laughs> think? And, you know, then you might happen to see someone else with a bald cap, though. And then there's a, a, a connection there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there is. There certainly is, you know, that 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 has been one of the uh, one of the great things about the campaign, and uh, you know, it is the fact that um, you know there, there is a a sense of solidarity there, and I think that um, you know there was definitely an unmet need um, in the area of men's health, mm-hmm. um, and there's been you know a, a lot of charitable campaigns and successful ones that we certainly you know um, view and ha- have learned from, but um, there, there have been very few um, campaigns that um, that have focused on men's health, and I think that um you know there at the um the you know the, the the world was ready for uh for for a campaign that um that, that allowed men to engage in you know in a way that came natural to them absolutely yeah. hey so- uh- I'm sorry, Megan. I just wanted to mention one thing to Jason. Jason, have you seen the um, the? I'm sure you have the Movember effort on behalf of British Airways and Qantas Airlines, where they actually put the mustache on the airplanes. Yeah, yeah. So that's um, that that uh, initially came out of Australia last year, and yeah. um, we've had some incredible support by um, by, by by Qantas. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and you know it it is really interesting because you know as an organisation we we generally um, have quite a strong stance against the fake moustache. Mm-hmm. Um, you know we do feel that um, that you know committing your your face and changing your appearance for for a month is a commitment um, yeah. and it does, you know, cause that conversation and, and, and it is something that's, um, that, you know, is a, is a commitment to make. And so, you know, yeah. quite often we're, um, 
we, we, we do kind of rally against the, uh, the the fake mustache that seems to be a bit of a shortcut. Yeah. So you know, but when we look at an organisation like uh, like Qantas, who who really have been engaged in the right way, and they have a bunch of their their pilots grow, and and they really do you know Movemberize all of their lounges and their terminals during the month. It That's just great. made sense for them to have yeah. a uh, you know a whopping great mo on the front of a plane. <laughs> so it, it, it was a nice moment. That's fantastic. Well, and a plane cannot grow a natural mustache, so, you know, what are they going to do? they got to use the fake. <laughs> well, exactly. The, the really nice part is the photos that we had there was, you know, there was a, um, there was a, a pilot behind, the, uh, behind that, uh, that windscreen with a cracking mo. So, uh, so oh, as long as it great. comes with a pilot that's got a real mustache, there you go. Happy. Why not? That's fantastic. Yeah, that's, that's hilarious. So, yeah. so last question, Jason, because we've almost come to the end of our show, as we uh, so often do before it feels like it's never time. But mm-hmm. where, where is Movember headed next? What are I'm sure you're already thinking about next year and some of the successes from this year. So, uh, what what more can we expect from November in the future? Well, I think it's uh, you know the, the the core of the campaign um, you know doesn't change a lot. You know, at the end of the day, you know next year we're gonna you know see a, a bunch of uh, a bunch of men growing mustaches <laughs> and raising uh, funds and awareness for men's health. We right. hope. Um, you know, we we certainly um, you know uh, are looking forward to uh, to more growth in the campaign. Um, mm-hmm. But most importantly, we're looking forward to delivering some great programs. And I think that, um, you know, one of the reasons why people do keep coming back and why people remain engaged in uh, in the campaign um, is because, you know, we are very dedicated to ensuring that the funds that are raised uh, are used to really move the dial in the area of, of research and survivorship around uh, prostate and testicular cancer. Um, one of the ca- one of the programs that we're that we are really proud of is the Global Action Plan, um, and you know the the Global Action Plan is a is a collaborative um, research project, and you know as we've touched on, because Movember is present in in so many countries now, and we are doing uh, research in so many countries, it was important for us to make sure that there was no replication of research, mm-hmm. and that we weren't doing the same thing in a number of places. So the Global Action Plan, through a technology platform, um, encourages collaboration amongst researchers, and uh, you know we're seeing some uh, some amazing results um, from uh, you know best of breed researchers around the world who who don't normally collaborate because you know the um, the, the research environment normally dictates that you that you operate in isolation and you uh, and you publish papers and that leads to more funding, but. Mm-hmm. Um, the global action plan is really encouraging, um, you know, those minds to come together and uh, and and really, um, you know, share their um, you know share their work and uh, and hopefully um, get us to a cure much more quickly. Fantastic. Mm. Well, Jason, yeah. thank you so so much for being with us today. Uh, if people would like to find out more about Movember, where could they do so? The best place to go is Movember.com. That's the hub of all our activity, and you can. Mm. Uh, certainly find out more about the organization you can register or you can look up some of your friends and family and uh, and, <laughs> and donate to their mo growing activity fantastic and we'll put that in our show notes for sure joe where can people find more about you if they so choose well uh minute to minute they can certainly find me on twitter at joe waters as a matter of fact and talking to jason especially about that campaign with Qantas and british airways i just tweeted out a link to my uh, pinterest boards and i have a number of november uh, cause marketing promotions there that people can check out but of course people can check out my blog selfishgiving.com what about you megan where can they find you 
You can find me also on Twitter at Megan Strand, and I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF and blog regularly for CauseUpdate.com. And you can find Cause Talk Radio on iTunes. We do hope you find us on iTunes as well as Stitcher Smart Radio and other podcast broadcasters. And on behalf of Joe and Jason and myself, we'd like to thank you so, so much for joining us today on Cause Talk Radio. Thank you.